Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you today. It's a rainy day in Indiana, although thankfully the forecast for the next two weeks is unbelievably 80 degrees or less. I think next week, one night, we've got a low of 58. A blessed reprieve from the heat. But today, because you know you can't control the weather, we're talking about learning to lose control. Now, fear and anger are byproducts of losing control. If you believe that you should be able to control all the factors in your life, you will be in a constant state of fear and even anger because you can't. Hopefully, it's the kind of thing you learned as a kid. You control what you can and you learn to live with or adjust to or accept the things you can't control. If you understand that and mature with that, you can begin to live in a very healthy mental state, focusing on what you can, not focusing on what you can't. But we have a generation of people who have been taught that you can control the uncontrollable. Others' thoughts, the weather, speech, viruses, things that are impossible to control. But if you believe it is, if you believe you should be able to, if you believe you should be able to uh, control other people to do the things you want, what's going to happen? You're going to get what we are seeing, fear and anger, by the people who want to control at all levels. It's, it's the true participation culture run amok. Now, without, without dwelling on that too much, It's why grace, the amazing kind that we talked about yesterday, is so powerful. Because, see, in a culture of control, grace requires surrender. It requires an acknowledgement of just how much is out of our hands. But it does require one thing, a decision, which is, by the way, that human act we have power over in any circumstance. You can't control the weather. You can't control other people's thoughts. You can't control viruses, but you can control the decisions you make and the circumstances that are thrown at you. The great Viktor Frankl says it best. In his book, Man's Search for Meaning, probably the best psychiatric book on trauma ever written, He says, if there's a meaning in life at all, then there must be a meaning in suffering. Suffering is an irredactable part of life, even as fate and death. Without suffering and death, human life cannot be complete. Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of human freedoms. To choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. To choose one's own way. When we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. So many people today focusing on others rather than themselves, which of course is the first step of grace. I am on my knees and I cannot do it alone. 
Viktor Frankl formed his opinion in the death camps of the Nazis. He was tasked with keeping records of when people died in his barracks. As time went on, he noticed that there were kind of three types of people. One type just immediately when they arrived just wanted to die, and they did. It didn't matter how sick they were or how healthy they were. If they didn't have the will to live, they died. Of the group that was left that wanted to live, there were two types. One wanted to live selfishly, taking as much as they could, fighting for food. The other wanted to live by giving to others. And in giving in others, making that choice, they found meaning. And it was those who gave of themselves, that gave to others, that made that choice. They are the ones that actually lived the longest. But here's the thing. They all had a choice. They all had a choice towards their attitude. Some tried to control others, control the situation. Some felt like they couldn't control anything. They just died. But others realized, I can't control something, and it is my choice. It is my decision. That's why grace is such a powerful thing. On the surface, it seems simple. You know, you hear talk about how it's free and it's a gift, but you still got to make a choice, and that can be hard to do. It can be hard to say, I give up. I can't control all the factors that go into my happiness. I can't control all the things that make me do things I don't want to do. I can't control the world. I can't control people. So you got to give that up to make the choice to accept it. So what do you do? What does grace, what does God call us to do in an environment like the one that we're in? Well, you might listen to Matthew 6, verse 34. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Now, that's one of those verses, depending on your frame of mind when you read it, you might love it or you might hate it. If you read that and you go, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm not going to worry about tomorrow. I'm just going to focus on today. And it makes perfect sense to you and you're all good. Well, you love that verse. But if you read that verse and you think to yourself, well, if I could do that, I'd be doing it. <laughs> what do you mean get rid of my anxiety? Well, how do you do it? Well, guess what? If you keep reading in the good book, praying on it, you'll find out how to do it. Here's a great way on how to do it, how to not be anxious for tomorrow. Let it be anxious for itself. To give that up, to... To remember, you can't control tomorrow. From Colossians 3, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things on the earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. See, if you're anxious, I promise you, it is for worldly things. You are not focused on above. You're not focused on God. You're not focused on prayer. You're focused on what's tomorrow going to do to my finances? What's tomorrow going to do to my health? What's tomorrow going to do to my neighborhood? What's tomorrow going to do to my country? And when you're doing that, and it spirals out of control in your head, and it makes you fearful, and it makes you angry, and it makes you anxious, the last thing you're doing is remembering that when you follow God, in a way, you die to those things. To follow God is to die to those things. But when we allow them to rise up, 
It's like we're alive again in our sin. We're alive again in the world. And it's impossible in that state of mind to not be anxious and to not worry. But if we remember where our eyes should be and who raised us up, and we focus on that and we make that choice, we make that decision. Now, sometimes looking up means looking down. It means getting down on your knees, realizing we need help, realizing our sin. Don't focus on the things you can't control. Don't focus on the things that aren't going to change. Anger, fear, anxiety, sin, people wanting to control other people. It's been around since the dawn of time. There's only one way to rise above it. It's to focus on God, to focus on things not of this earth. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. That's why I end my program all the time with the same thing. Until next time, aim high. Now, what do I mean by that? Hopefully you know by now. Aim high means aim for God. Aim for things greater than what's just here around us. Spread your wings so you can float on that grace. You can float on things. You can do things not of this earth and keep your eyes on the things that matter, which is God and your faith and your family. See, if that's where your eyes are, you'll be able to live in the moment. You'll be able to escape the chains of fear and anger and wanting to control others. And you will be able to be free. I'm your host, Siloan. As always, it's great to be with you. I'll be with you tomorrow. But until then, peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.